Welcome to In a World Podcast, our newest episode. And this episode has been long time in the making. Ever since the inception, I've been begging you to get on, come on, but you... you I don't know why. <laughs> because your opinions matter to me, Kyle. Okay. All right. My All guest right. today is my dear friend, Kyle Haas, who... He is funny in his own right, but he's mostly an artist. Mostly an artist. But in my own right, I'm funny. <laughs> Only in, in, in my own right. Yes. Um, so the reason why I begged you, because you told me that you had a strong connection to today's movie choice. Very strong. And the movie that we have chosen, we're finally doing Showgirls. 1995's Showgirls. Mm-hmm. And... What what is your connection for the audience? Oh, my connection. It's funny. I actually saw the friend who I told you I had this connection with over uh-huh. this weekend, and uh-huh. I asked him about it, and he didn't remember it at all. But I do. Um, basically, a good friend of mine was babysitting for his mom's friend, and uh, yeah, ba- at this point in time, you couldn't really see this film because mm-hmm. it was NC seventeen, and unless you're old enough, you couldn't get into the theater and there was no way to, like, there's no internet. We're talking, mm-hmm. like, this is 96 when it came out, right? Nobody had, like, Prodigy. 95. 95, sorry. Uh, like, Prodigy or whatever it was. So, yeah, basically, they had all the premium channels because they were rich. They lived in a really nice area of, of Dallas. So, mm-hmm. he was babysitting and I don't know why I was there. I might have come over because Showgirls was supposed to come on that <laughs> night. I don't even know because we were so excited because we'd all grown up with Jesse Spano from Saved by the mm-hmm. Bell. Of course. This was her just bearing it all for the world. <laughs> And, oh, uh, does she bear it oh, all? Oh, does she? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I went over and I we definitely picked up like at least half an hour in. And I don't remember ever seeing the end. Maybe we did. I'm not sure. But it was more just the spectacle of like, oh, my, like we're actually able to watch this thing. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how many people at that time could say they'd seen it if they were under 17? Like you yeah. would have had to have had the, pre- the premium channels, yeah. quote unquote. So, yeah, it was it was. It was mind-blowing at the time. I mean, like, I knew something that not everyone knew or had seen, and I could talk about it and be like, yeah, you know, it's a secret in a way. Well, do you remember what you thought of it at the time? Oh, it was just, you know, it's the same thing, because I remember when Basic Instinct came out. It was just like, I was young, and and that came out, I think, in 92, Mm -hmm. but it's the same director, and so it's kind of the same. He's trying to, like, it's almost like he's weaponizing Mm -hmm. eroticism or sex, and so it feels dangerous, you know, it when I watched it, actually, this time, I realized this is like what an, an eighth grader thinks of sex. It, it is. It's so juvenile. Uh-huh. And it seemed, it presented this image that's totally unreal mm-hmm. image of what like eroticism and sexualism was and all these different things. And it just, it was a very sort of two-dimensional or maybe even one-dimensional represent. You know, it just, there was nothing, no real depth to it. Yeah. It was for like shock value. So maybe you felt the same way. I don't know. but Yeah. Because I've never watched it before. Right. Like a lot of the films that we've Lucky you. done. Um, I have not watched it. And um, just at the top, just some housekeeping. There is a sexual assault in this film. Oh, yeah. It's pretty brutal, too. Um, And so, like, of course, I, I just want to warn the people who are listening to this. I will have a little like a little warning before we start talking about it so yeah. that if you want to skip over it like how long um how much into it you should skip so that uh you could avoid it completely. Yeah. Because it is kind of important to the story but not or the ending I guess but like of course all rape scenes are terrible and like unnecessary. Um just to warn you. But um I'll, of course uh, you'll know when it comes up. Okay, so the film Showgirls was directed by Paul 
Verhoeven. Ver, it, it's German. Yeah, Verhoeven. Yeah, <laughs> just, just jump right into that. Yeah. yeah, he's from the Netherlands, and he directed, as you mentioned, Basic Instincts in '92, mm-hmm. uh, Total Recall in '90, classic, and then RoboCop '87. Oh. So of course he had like all this like kind of money check. It, the Showgirls was like a blank check for him, mm-hmm. and then later on he did. Uh, uh, Starship Troopers 97. I don't know. If, did that movie do good? I think that's a cult classic for Is sure. It? Yeah. Okay. It, I don't, I'm not sure how well it did, but yeah, it's like one of those ones that they keep making sequels to it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I saw it personally like at least three times in the theater, so I would think it did pretty well. <laughs> I was blown away by it. I mean, it was, you'd have to go. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, back then, in context, 97. I mean, woof. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you can kind of see, like, showgirls. Like, when I was looking at the background of, like, all his other films, I was like, I can kind of see the showgirls being in that pantheon of his stuff because it has, like, a weird, strange dialogue and, like, almost, like, weird character interactions mm-hmm. that are almost extremely unnatural. So, like, I could see it throughout his whole film. It's, like, kind of a theme throughout his all, all his films. Um, and so, Sh- Showgirls stars Elizabeth Berkeley of Saved by the Bell fame. <laughs> and the Jesse Speed story will forever be branded into my brain. And as, like, like what was it? It was Speed, right? That she was addicted to or caffeine pills? Right, yes. Caffeine pills. Yeah. You don't remember that? I mean, Diet I remember. Pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I remember Saved by the Bell. I remember her and Saved by the Bell. She was a feminist in Saved by the Bell. Oh, That's yeah. what's so funny. We all You're saying it. she's not a feminist in Showgirls? <laughs> you know, it's funny because, like, if you watch that film, we can get into it. There's not a, every male character in that film is completely despicable. It's kind of weird in that way. And there, I mean, not every character in that film is pretty despicable, to mm-hmm. be honest, except for Molly, which yeah. I don't know if you've mentioned who that, you know. You get yeah, that, we'll, but, we'll get okay. there. Yeah. Um, so, Elizabeth Berkeley, after showgirls she kind of went on to the first wives club um in 96 and then she didn't really do too many high profile films right after i i think she kind of like faded she had a scarlet letter oh yeah her manager and agents dropped her immediately after this really yeah no they nobody wanted which yeah, nobody wanted anything to do with her, which is like, it's not her fault. Yeah, no. It's the fucking writing and the directing. Yeah. All right. I mean, like, uh, as we can uh, talk about, uh, Paul went on to do more stuff after that, mm-hmm. the director. And then uh, starring opposite of her was, like, Kyle McLaughlin, who yeah. who has had, like, an incredible run since... Uh, before before Showgirls and since Twin Showgirls. Peaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twin Peaks. He, uh, like... And the first iteration and then the remake too. Yeah. So he he's fine. Not remake, but like the sequel. And right? also just to point out, there aren't that many famous Kyles in the in the world. And really? Yeah, well in Hollywood, can you think of many? I mean, there's not a whole lot of Kyle actors no. generally, you yeah. know. So I always latch on to, you know, so mm. that's what he stands out for mm. to me. Okay. Um, so of of course Showgirls didn't really hurt his career. Um, which we're not, we shouldn't be that surprised by because we've examined how women are treated in Hollywood. You think it's because of his haircut? They just was hiding his face the whole time? <laughs> Maybe no one recognized him? 
Yes, he covered one of his eyes. Oh, that haircut. A- you really see it in the waterfall scene, which you may have skipped, but man, it's all cut the same length around his whole head. Like how 90s, you, watch, you, you know what I'm talking about? You're yes. like, wow, nice job. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the budget for the film was $45 million. Wow. And they made, the box office was $37.8 million. Great job. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like a yeah. close to break even. I'm pretty sure they made more money afterwards because it's been like it's become like such a huge cult video following. market for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um and like yes. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Sorry. Like because the video market. You know why the video market? Well, yeah. Though, right. You go watch it alone. Yeah, you watch it alone. <laughs> it actually sold more. Made more money on the video market than the than the theater. Well, you can't really take your kids. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know. So. Uh, so okay. So we'll get into the pitches. Um, my pitch is, as we'll we'll talk about, it should have been a lesbian love story. It could have been like the first, like, might as well go all in. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were to remake it and it was just like with the same pieces and everything, but it's like Crystal and Nomi falling in love. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like this like constant tension throughout the whole film between them. Man, would it sell tickets? Well, there was that tension. Yeah. They just paid it off in a really kind of like, lackluster. Yeah. Which I can't wait till you get to that part. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. To say. Of course. So what's your pitch? Oh, about how they could have made it better? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's interesting because I think what they wanted, and it's very purposefully done, the fact that they're just they, her past is shrouded in mystery so that it can just be this big, oh, at some point, look, mm-hmm. she's got this really shady past. Oh, who knew, you know? Um, which, I mean, you could easily have picked up just by seeing how, you know, hesitant she was to talk to anyone about her past, you know? Mm-hmm. But I thought it would, like, if you want to care about her, and she's not a good character, let's be honest. Like, she, we'll get to what she does later, but it's just, she's not, it's hard to get behind yeah, her. You yeah. know, she's rude. She yells at people. She slaps, she knees the one guy in the groin. Anyway, um, she just does a lot of unsavory things, right? So she storms out multiple the time. times. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the only way that's she her, leaves the scene. That's her deal. Is yeah. To stor- yeah, right. She's just stormed out on the set when she was working <laughs> on it. She might still have a career. But no, uh, I just thought that like, honestly, if you want people to care about, the- aside from, she might be flawed and there are some great characters in the film, like a couple anyway, mm-hmm. but, and she definitely is one. And if you want the audience to care about that, I think you should have maybe done some more flashback work. Mm-hmm. There's a story, there's a great story there with where she came from and how mm-hmm. she got to, why, why was it Vegas? What, you know, and just seeing how that all kind of fell apart seeing how cardboard that whole fantasy was yeah but there's a lot you could deal with you know we could all relate to the person she was at mm-hmm. some point maybe but to see who she had become it's hard to understand why she makes the decision she makes she's just yeah. kind of floating around from place to place so no yeah i think the idea was for it to be fun like oh she'll be fun she's kind of like careless and she's just does some reckless and interesting things but that doesn't there's no resonance with the character with that i think so yeah. that if, if there were a pitch i mean the script i thought was was pretty awful to be mm-hmm. honest i mean you know from the dialogue, yeah, yeah. dialogue it's just Good lord, there's so many cringy dialogue lines. Um, but but yeah, I think if they had just given you a little bit more of her backstory, then everything that happened to her, the, all the betrayals that she goes through, you would just care so much. You'd be like, wow, not again, you know? Yeah, we we yeah. Care, care about her, not 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 again, Nomi. Like you saw her as an innocent person, but yeah. she's never innocent in this film, you know? No. She's, yeah. So. She makes very horrific choices. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. let us get into oh, it. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. So we open on a scenic truck stop on a leather daddy Nomi. <laughs> I wrote down Leather Daddy because she was wearing a leather jacket. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That shot is actually cool. It was so beautiful. Yeah, and I hope we get into some of the directing because I do think it was nicely shot Mm -hmm. and nicely lit. And I think he has strong strengths as a director, but obviously you can't help. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, So she's hitchhiking. 
to what looks like Vegas. And again, she doesn't really talk about why she wants to go to Vegas. And then um, so she gets a ride from Suede Daddy, <laughs> I called him, because he was wearing suede. And he was on his way to Vegas. You're all about the the, the patterns today, right? Yeah. yeah. The, te- yeah. the textures. Yeah. Suede and leather. Yes. What did, what did, what did you... So it's uh, Leather Daddy and Suede Daddy. Yeah. yeah. What did you call uh, Gina Gershon? Uh, sequence Daddy? Or? <laughs> I just called her a bitch. <laughs> wow. By the way, I think I said strong strengths as a director earlier. I just want to, I want to recant that. I want to, I want to be able to rephrase that. Say strong strengths now, and then I'll cut it back. I'll yeah, cut please. It yeah, say, please. Say, yeah. Say, say it right this time. Strong strengths. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, cool. I just want to make sure that we know they're strong. <laughs> so clearly, this uh, the guy that picks her up, the sway daddy, um, wants some like something from her. He's like this like interaction was just so like strained and unnatural for people like she is constantly on guard which makes mm-hmm. sense cuz she's hitchhiking yep. and there's a dude and um and she's not having any of whatever he's saying and i've never heard a dude say anything that he was saying come, like any come up uh, come ons you know like the way she, he was saying it <laughs> I know. I'm like ex- over-explaining something. He's that, like, what no. do you work for the mafia? You one of those mafia girls? Your mafia suitcase? All that was just yeah. garbage. Yeah. And then she, uh, so she shows off this like switchblade. And and then all he says, and all she says to to him is, chill. <laughs> Remember? But I think Adam, that's, you actually watched yeah, some I of did. this. Guys, I watched it for the, fir- I I watched the movie that, for the first time. I think that right after that, he starts jerking the car all around, right? Yeah. After she says chill, I don't yeah. know. But when yeah. you pull a knife on some, I mean, you know. Well, she has a statement with that knife and leather jacket, so she has something. Um, after a strained, like a strained conversation about Garth Brooks, Sway Daddy takes a sharp turn and threatens to kick her out. Um, so she puts away the her blade, and they're back on track. More awkward conversation, and she claims she's going to dance in Vegas. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, is this scene? Supposed to, you think that scene was supposed to be funny or like bring tension? Are you supposed to be scared which in that part, scene? Which part of it? In 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 the when he's when they're writing in that in that whole like because there's like seven bits yeah. in that. Yeah. There's like the to come sit next to me. No, I'm good. There's like and then the swerving and then is I, it supposed to be funny or scary? I think it's I don't know because like if it was supposed to be scary, then she should have reacted scared. You know mm. what I mean? Well, I think for us, like, yeah. what are we supposed to feel for that? I have, yeah. a, I, have I, I feel like there was some kind of romantic angle there because, it, but, but the whole point was to build trust. So you're, there you're in that situation. For me, yeah. could anybody could take it how they want. Uh, I think it was to show her tough side too. Obviously, yeah. like she doesn't play games. She's got a knife, but then she's also easily tricked, and that's what you know. If you and wanna, you know, right. She's wearing a leather jacket too, so. But you, the I think the purpose is for you to become ingratiated to this guy and to think, oh, like this, he's kind of scary, but he seems like he's into her and he's going to help her. My my uncle works at the Riviera. I got you, you know, yeah, yada yada, yeah. And which you know, I think yeah, this is some exposition, yeah, going on. So yeah, yeah. um, they so the the Riviera, um, they finally get to Vegas and he offers to help her get a job at the Riviera, what you were talking about. And so he gives her $10 in the slot machine to play slots. And, um, and, but before that, he convinces her to leave her suitcase Mm -hmm. in the truck, which is a, like, 
if she was so tough and what we know now, like, why would she think that was okay? Like, what was going through her mind thinking that, oh, she can trust this guy? Because she she trusts nobody. She's so guarded and such a bitch to everybody. But... Well, I was just saying, yeah, like, so far, it's just that one person yeah. that she's not... She's went through a whole plethora of, of emotions with yeah, this person yeah. from from fear to anger to love and yeah. then maybe lust and trust and then yeah. hatred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, after she loses, she wins money and then she loses it quickly afterwards. And the, I guess that's like kind of a sign of like how Vegas is. You like you win some, you lose some. And so she, um, she realizes that Sway Daddy is not back yet. Mm-hmm. And she and then she runs out to the parking lot and she realizes he's stolen her stuff. And we don't know what's in her her suitcase. It could just be like cl- just clothes. There was no she never like explained what it was. And in what there. does he want with her clothes? Yeah. Like So he says that line where it's like you got that mafia money in your suitcase. Uh, so is that implying that she's mentioned that there was money in no. there? Or he is just that dumb that he thought there was money. Well, no, he's trying to break the ice. That's why he's saying, like, well, you don't talk. You're one of those mafia girls, blah, blah, blah. Then he makes, he's just, you know, it's an icebreaker thing. Yeah. So it makes no sense for him to do that just to betray her. But you can't forget the line that the guy says inside the, the Riviera where he Whoa. says, sooner or later, you got to sell it. I love that. I, I don't love it as it's a well-written <laughs> written line, but I love that that's sort of the theme of this movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, yeah, it was just a kind of a boneheaded thing yeah. for that guy. It's just, yeah, but it kind of foretells. You yeah, know? foretells what she was, like, what she's in for. Yeah. And so after she's had this emotional breakdown, like, kicking into somebody else's car. Wait, and throwing up. And throw <laughs> Wait, she threw up? She throws yeah. up. <laughs> she throws up, and it's really, really badly done. It's not even wet. It's like some dry, it's like she had dog food in her mouth, and she, like, spits well. it out. It's bad. She does love dog food. Oh my god, we'll get there. She we'll does. We'll get there. I didn't even. I didn't even try to make that connection. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she. So in this whole um, outburst, she meets the most important person to her of the whole movie, and the best, and nicest the best, a human person. being. Yeah. And her name is Molly. And so, like, Molly feels bad, so she decides to buy her some uh, sodas and fries. And the whole time, Nomi is such an asshole to her. She's, like, not answering any of her questions, like, not trying not to talk to her. And she's just pouting the whole time. And then at this point, like, um, no, like I, I wrote down Nomi is, like, a, a mystery with an attitude. Because, oh, like, yeah. she wouldn't say anything about her past. Um, after, um, and then she, like, tosses the goddamn fries. <laughs> and Molly, offer, like, after that, she, like, kind of tosses it. And then Molly, out of the kind of, of her heart, offers her to stay at her place. Mm-hmm. And I was, like... Until, like, she was offering her until she could find a job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? What kind of relationship is this? Like, it starts out, I, if I met a stranger who tosses good food that I bought. Good food. Well, <laughs> no, fries. I'm just fries are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> and gave me the biggest attitude. I would just leave. Mm, yeah. There was it was like a bad improv scene. <laughs> like if someone had like Oh yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. There yeah. was like no point for they were her fighting to fighting from the get go. Yeah, exactly. Um and then 
So uh, Nomi just at, in response to that offer, she asks, are you hitting on me? And Molly says, no. And then she responds by, you're not a hooker, are you? Mm. And then Nomi says, no. Liar. Liar, liar. Um, so six weeks later, it's super. It's like a super domestic scene between the two of them in this trailer park. Molly convinces her to come to the theater that Molly's working at. Um, and then at the end of it, like they have this like weird exchange about chips. And like, do yeah. you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of food talk. Yeah. yeah. Not before she immediately just undresses as soon as she walks into the room. Yeah. Like, and close off yeah. and let's have an argument about chips. There must have been a clause about how many like boob shots she had to do. And I mean, there's like yeah. 75. It's crazy. Um, so backstage at this theater, the show that Molly's working on, she's uh, Molly's a um, costume artist or a costumer. Um, and it's shade everywhere everybody's in a cat fight everyone's in a bad mood with each other um all the dancers are catty and it was like so unbelievable because you work with them night after night Mm -hmm. why not make it a pleasant workplace um and so um nomi goes up to the showroom to uh to watch the dramatic dancing of this show uh, which is called goddess um and Crystal Connors comes out, and it becomes a topless show. And not the last time. <laughs> yeah, no. This was like the beginning of all the tits out. Well, literally, that's what happens. Yeah. Everybody just undresses. I believe the term tits out came from showgirls. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's actually in the trivia of IMDb, actually. Is it really? No, no, no. <laughs> nice pickup, though. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, um, Nomi is like watching in awe. She's, She's pantomiming yeah. the dance moves. Yeah. It's great. All, and, ha- all hands. Yeah. All, all hands. hands. <laughs> no, nothing else. And that's a little foreshadowing for the rest of the film. She's all pelvic the rest of the film. <laughs> really? They're the best lines. Really? <laughs> okay. Um, outside, an old man um, in front of all, of all the cameras talking about the show with Crystal. And like he's he claims that they offered, uh, they got offers from like Janet Jackson to do this. Or like Paul Abdul and stuff, and this is like actually kind of a callback, or this will be a callback uh, later to in later, the film. Yeah. Um, and uh, Crystal claims it's the best show she's ever been in. She gets flowers and walks off, and I was like, "What shows has she been in? Like, how famous is she? Why is there camera show? Like, do, do we see Kyle MacLachlan at this point? Has he been? In- I think he yeah. like yeah, walks yeah. off with her because yeah. he's kind of seen as this." Um, I don't know what you want to call it, but like this trophy boyfriend or, or something, right, you yeah. know, because he's kind of like the good looking, right. you know, you're no, in that moment, you can kind of see like, I there's... think he's supposed to be like the younger boyfriend too, because I think she, she Gina Gershong is playing, uh, uh, Crystal and she's, I think she's like kind of older mm. too. Um, also this film is like the, the original black swan mm. basically without the cycle if you really think about it it's yeah. like without the psychological uh-huh. i don't know um, i haven't seen it sadly seen i know it? i know i know uh, and i love aronofsky too well so. just think of this movie and then put natalie portman <laughs> in they're basically it, identical it, right what I it mean, is. Yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah I don't even have to see it. You don't yeah. have to see it. I've already it. seen it. There's just as many boobs. <laughs> well, hey, you know. So Crystal calls upon Molly to complain about the Crystal bra crushing her boobs in her uh, dress. I love room. that dialogue, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was. She was just talking about her boobs nonstop. And um, Nomi's just staring at her. 
And I was like, this is the first instance of a lesbian love love affair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Molly mentions that Nomi is a dancer at the Cheetah, which we don't know what it is until uh, afterwards. Where, um, surprise, surprise, Crystal's a bitch about it. She was like, I don't think that's called dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what does Nomi say? She's like, she's <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> and then she storms <laughs> yes. off. I love it. Storms off for the first time. One. Yeah. yeah, number yeah. one yeah, storm yeah, yeah, yeah. off. Um, and then Molly confronts her at, uh, confronts Nomi at her car about how she was being completely unprofessional totally. at her job. Yeah. It was like the realest reaction in the whole film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, extre- what the fuck, dude? That's yeah, my job. Yeah. Like my boss. <laughs> Technically, she is yeah. her boss. Oh, yeah. She could get her fired. And then Nomi apologizes. And then, um, so instead of Nomi going to work at the Cheetah, they go to a dance club. Oh. And um, let's just say off the bat, people are very flippant with their jobs in this movie. Yeah. They're walking away from them. They couldn't care less. It's just like, oh, I'm and not going to go to work tonight. Not, Who cares? Not yeah. only that, nor are they close to being fired at never. all. Yeah. Like, they've never been fired. They will never be fired in this film. And then Nomi is a fucking maniac. And she claims to be a dancer. And she's oh. fucking terrible. It was so. Terrible. Shout out to the 90s choreography, though, right? <laughs> and the song they're dancing to. No one dances to this anyway. Yeah. And they definitely don't dance like that. I don't know what she was doing. No. She is mostly <laughs> arms. <laughs> All arms. All arms. She's just scooting it out in the air, man. It was wild. Man, Adam, you are so excited. I'm yeah. just telling you. that I was like, that's when I watched the movie. I was like, oh, this is going to be really bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's She claims to be a... A dancer at the top, and we think she's gonna be really good. And then we the first reveal of her dancing, and it's all like <laughs> limbs. And she's this skinny stick, and, like she's stick skinny yeah. chick. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, cause her torso is very long too, so it's like a rolling of a torso. It's just super strange. She's gonna hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. She starts, so she starts. Dancing uh, does this dance off against an employee of the club whose mm-hmm. name is James. Uh, he's a bouncer, and then after he tells her she can't dance, which was true, yeah, she knees him in the crotch. Which I mean, like, that is pretty offensive. If you want to be a dancer, like, that's a pretty offensive thing from a stranger. And then, um, a brawl breaks out in the club, a massive, like, yeah. the whole club, yeah. And then Nomi walks off, and then as she's very good at, yeah, and she's like smiling. It's just like chaos around her, like a her. damn psychopath. Yeah, I she's, know, like a damn like. Oh, I just lit this fire. Watch it burn. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She's into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the bouncer gets, uh, like the bouncers kick her out, and then she gets sent to jail, and she spends the night there, and she gets bailed out by James, the bouncer who got fired because of her. Because he see he wants to teach her how to dance, amongst other things. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, no that, one has pure motives in this movie, by the way. No. Sorry to interrupt you, but except no. for Molly, Molly's the only one. She's the Jesus character. Yeah, <laughs> she just wanted more of those chips, man. <laughs> and homeboy, I can't remember his name. Yeah. But, oh, oh, right. We'll oh, get man. to that. Yeah. Aquaman lookalike. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Uh, <laughs> So backstage at the Cheetah, a new dancer is introduced, and she's quickly renamed to Hope. What was her original name? Do you know? Penny. 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 That's right. Penny. I didn't want to 
fuck a penny. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and I was this like, guy's lines are so good, by the way. Yeah. They're, they're... So the the manager's name, I can't, I, which I didn't write down because I, I didn't think he was that important. Al Torres. Al Torres. That's the character. Uh, um, character actor, too. Like, yes. that guy's been in everything. Yeah. yeah. Robert Davey. Um, and he, he calls it a classy joint. And that's the reason why he wanted to rename her. Um, she gets... A hard life lesson from uh, Al, who is disgusting for with her. He says that he, and like, what was it about a blowjob? Oh, like, he says that if you want to last a week, you give me a blowjob. Yeah. And walks out. And she was like, is he kidding? <laughs> and nobody says anything to her. Um, And so outside of the cheetah, Crystal and Zach show up. Um, And they're... And, this this was like a very strange setup for something because again I thought like if we played with my lesbian storyline it would make sense but if anything it's maybe for her to um intimidate or scare Nomi in any way but it was in it didn't end up that way but she's into Nomi yeah, yeah. we know that yeah. yeah so you 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 don't really that's the, that one of the hardest parts is like you don't know Crystal's motivations almost at all yeah. she's this person that does not exist like in any yeah. capacity like there's no person like her or has the motivation she does you know Mm -hmm. it's like she wants to bring her into her world but in the most ridiculous she wants to like pull her clothes push her away pull her it's like what does this accomplish no you know it's very strange accomplishes nothing yeah um well except for to tell a story (laughs) yeah but but why again why and so um nomi comes out and dances and it was the least sexy thing i've ever seen It was all torso. Again, all arms just firing <laughs> off, man. Like a goddamn gunslinger in the West. And so they, um, so afterwards she gets offered um, a, like a, a sum of money to go to the private room with Zach and Crystal. And she declines, but then uh, she gets offered $500 and Al like closes the deal right away. She's like, he's like, yes. Somehow he's listening. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. He's just hovering. <laughs> and so um, th- she takes him backstage and she does this show for just Zach. And Crystal's, Crystal's watching. But James. Oh, oh yes. James is oh, there, right. shows up. The creeper. Yeah, and he goes back there and watches the top of this like strip tease for uh, Zach. And no one's stopping him. Well, until, until yeah. like another bouncer was like, hey man, you can't be back here. I was like, who? Where are all these bouncers? Why aren't they like making sure that their dancers are safe? It made it seem like the way he said he was like, hey man, like it sounded like they knew each other, like yeah. on the bouncer circuit. Like, <laughs> maybe. hey man, maybe you can't be back here, man. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. You're a bouncer too, man. Yeah, exactly. So, um, there's this like whole thing, and there's uh, I'm gonna note this because I'm trying to like speed along. Sure, yeah. Um, she does this lap dance for Zach where her fucking body like looks like it's going through an exorcism. It's just like a spirit is being awakened like out currents of, of electricity yeah. are just coursing through her making her flop around. Yeah. yeah, she's she's on his lap and her body's like leaning backwards and flopping. It just looks That's her move. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Again, you know? another foreshadowing. That's the one that gets him. Yeah. yeah. And so um, it was to the point where he comes in his pants. Which, by the way, Kyle McLaughlin, great job on <laughs> simulating an orgasm. I mean, he's the mouth's halfway open. It kind of drops more. Uh, uh, it's just great. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. It's just a taste. I'm no Kyle McLaughlin, you know, but I'm I'm trying here. You know, he's he does. I just watch that back if anybody needs notes on how to. 
simulate <laughs> orgasm in a movie. I thought he did good. He yeah. did great. He yeah. did Kyle's proud everywhere. Yeah, I, you every know, Kyle. My mission in life. <laughs> so um, the whole time this whole thing is happening, and Crystal's like doing coke while watching this. She's just like snorting coke. <laughs> And then, um, legs spread. Yes, wide. She is turned on, and I think that is that at that point where she's she's fallen for Nomi. And I was like, listen to the rap song, "Never Fall in Love with a Stripper." <laughs> That's what I say. They also say no sex in the champagne room, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um. So afterwards, uh, let me see. Let me catch up. Oh yeah, sure. So, uh, this is. One of the first times, so this swept the Razzies, like swept the Razzies. Mm. Uh, it actually, when the when the film swept the 16th annual Razzie Awards, Paul Verhoeven himself turned up in person to accept worst director mm. and worst picture. He's was the first director ever turned up to, to collect the award. And it's been around since like the 70s. Really? Yeah, it's the first person to actually do it. That's a great like attitude towards it too. <laughs> so like he knew that he made a dud. Yeah. And he was like, I'm just gonna like reap the rewards of it. Mm. Um, so I, I, the next day uh, on the strip, um, Nomi um, goes shopping and she buys this really expensive dress from Versace. Note the na- note the way I say it. Yeah. This is very important. Um, and so she and then they're like talking about how Andrew, what's his name, uh, the singer. Um, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't catch Andrew this. something. Yeah. Is um, coming to Vegas. Andrew, um, someone's gonna be listening and be yeah. on top of this. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a big old sign with him, and and Molly right. all of a sudden freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Um. And Never she, seen her this excited. Yeah. And so she, there's this weird like conversation between them about how like Molly hasn't gotten any in a really long time, and she says that I can barely thread a needle because that's what women do. They sew. Yes. So that's what she really wants to do is thread a needle, but. Yeah, she well, can't. She's yeah. also a costume designer, so I yeah, guess. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I just was calling back to the kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Carver, the general attitude yes. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. She she does work, but it, it is a yeah no it, yeah. <laughs> so later that day, she she goes to work and she's dancing with hope. Um, and um, afterwards, she gets talked to by a guy whose name is Phil. He's kind of important throughout the story um and he tells her that there's an audition for goddess for no, a chorus dancer and of course she's like giving the biggest attitude the whole time um and then the next morning uh nomi comes home uh, comes to the audition and this asshole producer and he's a self-proclaimed asshole producer mm-hmm. um goes down the line of the dancers and critiques them he gets to know me and she like bites back she's like so she has the attitude and he likes it um crystal comes during the audition to watch and um three only three of the dancers get asked to stay to um dance some more and the or to show their tits. This is what the producer wants. He she he wants to see their tits. My favorite part of that, can just to small smallly interrupt that he goes, oh hey you, what what classes did you take? And then she lists all these classes like dance, stretching, aerobics, boom. And she's jazz like, exercise, jazz ex jazz exercise. It's like. Well, a class will never teach you how to how to look pretty or something. So yeah. get the fuck out of here. It's like you asked about the classes, yeah, man. Yeah. You're the one that brought it up. You could have just cut to the chase and said, You're ugly. Get off the stage. <laughs> yeah. You're wasting my time with your looks. Um, so he gives her ice to 
uh, to ice her nipples to make them perky, and she storms off. I think he says something like, I'm erect. Why aren't you? <laughs> Another great bit of writing. <laughs> hey, we're already in so deep. Why not throw in an erection joke? Why not? Um. So uh, Crystal comes backstage, and it's revealed that she got Nomi the audition. In this really weird exchange where Crystal likes her and then Nomi hates her. Like, I was like, she's helping you. Why not be nice? Like, it's she's the star of the show. She noticed you. She, she like, saw you dancing and she, like, take, took an interest. So why? There was, like, no motivation for her to hate Crystal. In a flashback scene to her previous life where Gina Gershon... <laughs> Would have definitely helped. With yeah, that, right? yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Maybe her mom like prostituted her out or something. Well, no. Well, apparently her parents. Well, you can get to that, right? It's kind of a big plot point. Yeah. Um. So outside the hotel, she runs into James again, and where he, is this guy? This guy's omnipresent. Everywhere she goes, he is. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, and he's working at the Riviera. It's that's the hotel that she's I, at. I'm right? not sure which one. Yes. No, it's no, it's not. It's the um, what is it? It's the MGM. No, no, no it's one of the other ones. Uh, um, Stardust. Yes, thank Stardust. you. It's a Stardust. So he's like uh, whatever valet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a valet, and then he uh, like gets fired because he is not working. Fired again because of Nomi. Yeah. Um, and so she, he takes her off to get a burger. And then brings her back to his place. And he shows her, like, this number he wrote about her. And he reveals that he's going to put it up at a sh- uh, at the club that they were dancing at. And um, so they start dancing very suggestively. He was an f- okay dancer. He wasn't the best. She was terrible. <laughs> I, yet again. Yep. Um, and then at one point, he, like, they... They get real sexual, like to the point where they were about to fuck. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out she's on her period. <laughs> and she asked him to check. Yeah. Which uh, he does. That's yes. the most insane thing I've ever seen in any film. Yes. It is so insane. Um, and then he and then she tells him, You can fuck me when you love me. <laughs> that is her line. Which is weird because, you know, having been a prostitute, you know, you yeah. think that wasn't a component. Yeah, no. Um, at home, Molly tells her that the producer called from um Goddess called her. And it turns out she got the job. And then at later that night, she goes to the cheetah to collect all her stuff and then quits right there. Um and and like Al, like everyone's like, you'll be back. You like the whole like theme of this movie is that like everybody comes back to where they originally go or come from, you know? So um it's like a cycle. This whole movie's a cycle. Um so she quits. Nomi goes to the uh, to James's house to tell him that she got the show, and even so, like he before that he he like didn't want her to get the show. Like he was being a real asshole about it, um, because she she he thinks that she has potential to be above being a showgirl. I don't know. I was like, you work in Vegas, you got fired to from two jobs, and you are a hoe, as we'll talk about. (laughs) Um. So she finds out that he was sleeping with Hope from the cheetah. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that he uses the line about writing a number to everybody, every woman, to get them in bed. And then the next day, Nomi goes to the producer in her most her expensive dress. Mm. And remember how I was mm. talking about Vers- uh, mm-hmm. Versace? Um, she says, Versace. 
Mm-hmm. Which was, they all accept. Yeah. They, they don't be, correct her. Yeah, because they think it's funny. Like, it's... And I, I was like, I think we're pronouncing it incorrectly anyways. The way I'm pronouncing it, Versace, I think it's pronounced in, like, some different way. Mm. I always heard Versace. Because yeah. I remember when he died, the Gianni. Mm-hmm. I think he died on a boat somewhere. Yeah. In the 90s. And I remember when that happened. I didn't know what Versace Wait, was. Wait, no. He, he was murdered. Yeah, right. He was- in but wasn't it on his, a boat? Uh, in, in front, front of, of his, his house. house, yeah. But I thought, yeah, I thought I remember <clears throat> a boat. I don't know why, because no. it was Italy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone has a boat there. <laughs> uh, apparently, though, uh, Elizabeth uh, Berkeley, she suggested that she made that bit up oh, about really? pronouncing wow. it wrong. Yeah, that was she, her like, idea. Shocked her... her career didn't go further. <laughs> <laughs> well, it made sense because she's like a naive, yeah. uh, like even though she's like a bitch, she's still naive in a lot of ways. Um, so she gets uh, like at personnel, she's like nervous about giving her pers- personal information. And we kind of figured out that she has this mysterious past and right. stuff. And I was like, why wouldn't she think that she should have like, sh- shouldn't she have like lied about this throughout her whole yeah, life? Sure. So, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, this is the first would, time. Right. Yeah. So wouldn't she have this information at, like locked and loaded almost? It was 95. It's not like anybody could look this shit up. No, no. It's true. No, not at all. So she's completely saying all these fake information. She's struggling. Yeah, she's it's a hard but she's, time. She's struggling. Um, at the elevator, she finally uh gets corrected for pronouncing Versace by by Zach Kyle McLaughlin's uh kinda, character. Kind of hitting on her a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, again, like everybody's a sleaze in Vegas. Everybody. Um, at rehearsals, uh, Nomi is uh turning it out, but she has some mistakes. Everybody keeps on correcting her. Also, that um choreographer the the female choreographer she was very nice to her mm-hmm. like she was like the only genuine human being other than Molly yeah um and I, I have to say I like this part because it shows her struggling which I think is realistic I mean <clears throat> obviously she doesn't really know how to dance that well we know that but for her to jump in there and she's watched the show she's been to the show her friend works on her roommate whatever so I like the bit about her kind of needing some time yeah. and being all pelvic thrust <laughs> but also having something special that you can't learn at school or yeah. you can't you, you're just given it it's God given yeah. this amazing thing so that's noted that she's yeah. got this talent um so um Right uh, before the first show, backstage, chimps are on the loose, wreaking havoc. And it was way too cute for this type of film. It was so out of place. That was actually kind of good. I thought because really? it broke it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, it's none of it was really good, but mm. and then uh, and then the dancers start fighting. <laughs> Two of them, I think, Bef- right before they go on stage, N- Nomi has to ice her nipples <laughs> begrudgingly. Last minute ice. Yeah, um, so- I hate when I have to ice my nipples before I leave the house. <laughs> Wallet, keys, phone. Nipple ice. Damn it, I forgot again. <laughs> Gotta go back. <laughs> so Nomi slips on stage. Like it was a pretty big slip. Um. But picks back up. Crystal comes on and they uh, they dance next to each other backstage. No, and there's like some tension between the two of them. There's like obviously some um, like electricity. Mm. Well, but a small note: the sets on this are pretty nice. Yeah, like the stage sets are nicely put together. Yeah, got, just gotta say, they gotta say the good because there yeah. is some good. Uh, so little. backstage, Nomi uh, finds roses and does a costume change and the roses are from zach right yeah um outside uh outside the stardust um nomi and molly walk out to find the bouncer slash fuckboy slash james uh trying to get her attention they talk a little bit and then he says that he's always had problem with pussy (laughs) 
<laughs> you remember that, right? I just love, I love how he said that. Um, And he still wants her to end the show. She tells him to fall off, rightfully so. And then Zach shows up and um, she thanks him for the flowers. And um, and it's weird because like, they teeter between making the bouncer likable and then like so irritating. Mm. Like he's, he's stalking her, but then he gives her backhanded compliments too. And like, and then he like, and then he's like telling her like she's a great dancer. But then he's doing that to everyone because yeah. like everyone he's betraying, he's lying to her. I mean, yeah. like everyone else does. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the next day, Nomi shows up for rehearsals, and Crystal is the only one there. They instead get something to eat near Versace, um, like at a res- this fancy restaurant, which she uh, Crystal ends up ordering for Spago. her. Is this Spago? Yeah. Oh, okay. She says Spago. And um, they start bonding over how shitting, uh, how shitty the uh, diet is, and how they love eating dog food. How they that's had a how, favorite brand of dog. Food. Yeah. That's how they bond. Yeah. Yeah. Over dog food. Well, yeah. It was very weird, and it was a callback to what you were saying, Adam, yeah. about <laughs> the beginning. Yeah. Um. There is a sexual tension as every scene between them has been. And things turn tumultuous when uh, Crystal calls her a whore. Mm. Right before, right after they almost kiss. Yeah. There's like a very close to a kiss. Wait, no, no, no. That's like um, later on. I thought this that was is, on stage though. This like, is, so they call at the at the restaurant. Oh, that's yeah. right. This is before. Okay, sorry. I'm getting my... Um, so Crystal says that uh, they are exactly alike to which obviously Nomi disagrees. And they go back to the stage to rehearse a sexy number with each other before they kiss crystal calls her a whore and nomi storms off her favorite move yeah besides flashing you know whatever thrusting around like a maniac yeah yeah. and i think this was the best dancing in the entire film yeah it was the most it was beautiful the lighting in that theater i'm sure they had great lightings because it's actual theater but like it was like oh finally some fucking good dancing yeah and it's a movie about about dancing. dancing yes yeah, no. Gina Gershon is a goddamn treasure. Yeah. She like, she knows how to like become that like like slithery southern belle kind yeah. of. I don't know about that accent. No. I did not buy it. Oh yeah, cuz she's from Texas. Hey, and you're honey, from I Texas. just could not uh, yeah, the whole time I'm like where are what are you who are you? Where are you from? What is this? <laughs> who are you trying to affect? Like yeah. what is this accent you're doing? I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, it I is a very it. stiff strange accent strange. because Hey, honey. I just Gina yeah. Gorshon is from some, not Texas. Not Texas. <laughs> no, definitely is, but not, it's not Texas. Texas. Um, um, the next show backstage, there are kids. There are kids backstage. Oh yeah, kids backstage. Um, uh, of the one of the dancers <laughs> begging to see the chimps, and then the other dancer just screams at them and like scares them off. Says, well, she says, the "Shut F- the fuck up." Well, yeah. no, she says the f word. Get yeah. these fucking kids out here or something. And then they go, "Oh, she said the." And I love that she's like, "She just goes, could you shut the fuck?" And the kids like, like shrink away in yeah. horror and like run away crying. Yeah, and but, they look like such nice, like nicely groomed and put together yeah. kids. And you're like, but your mom is kind of this weird. Meanwhile, there's boobs. Everywhere. everywhere. There's yeah. boobs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they did not blink uh, like anything. Uh, they did not realize. 
that this was a bad place for Kate. Well, yeah, the, the mixture of things. It's like she said, fuck, but like, what's going on? But people are doing blow and there's chimps <laughs> running around. Yeah. Like, this is a normal environment. Why are your kids there? Well, you, Where, don't you, say the F word. Yeah. Of all things. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, ha- like, Nomi gets offered this, like, convention thing for $1,000. Um, Molly tells her not to, but... Crystal was like, you should go. I, I put you it's up It's going to be great. Um, and then at the convention, Nomi um, and another girl dance on a yacht. They're like synchronized dancing. The dancing's awful um, in that scene. And towards uh, towards the end, they get, they're get giving out autographs, I guess. Um, I didn't know that they showgirls gave out autographs. Hey, in this world. You ever been to a boat show? And, that's, no. all, it's, that's all it is. <laughs> showgirls giving autographs. It's rarely about the boats, to be honest with you. Um, so the, the Phil, who was the one that approached her about this, like, introduces them to this rich Asian dude. And Nomi realizes this is a prostitution situation. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Nomi storms off. Which you think she should have seen coming. I mean, yeah. come on, let's be honest. Yeah. If anyone's experienced in this arena, it's got to be her. Yeah. So. Like, that would have been, like, kind of a lead on, like. For us to... Yeah, we all knew. Yeah. We all knew before she went. Yeah. yeah. And yet she still went. A thousand, a whole thousand dollars. I like how it's 1996 yeah. and a thousand dollars is a lot of yeah. money. Well, um, props to the director for this moment because uh, Jim Ishida, Mr. Okita, the guy, the Asia, the, uh, the Chinese, Chinese investment guy. Investment yeah, person, sure, yeah. You could tell the script was like, just repeat everything that's said. So it could have been Is that like, what he does? Well, yeah, it's oh, he just repeats great. it like uh, we go back home, right, or yeah. something like that. And it's he, instead of it being like a typical like just repeat the words back. Yeah, the actor actually takes the words and p- emotes an emotion to it. Yeah. He truly yeah. does, he, and it's like interesting. Right, he's just not being a stereotypical. He's being even creepy. Right, about yeah. right. He's got to like echo yeah. that yeah. weird uh, creepy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is repeating it. You're right. He does yeah. do that. It is really strange. Um, it turns out. Uh, so uh. Back at the theater, um, Nomi demands to talk to Zach in front of Crystal and uh, in her dressing room. On the stage, Nomi tells Zach what happened to her, and he's sympathetic. He's like, I can't believe this. He threatens to fire Phil and demands him to apologize to her. Afterwards, there's a sexy moment between Zach and Nomi. And then um, after she leaves, it turns out he was just being an asshole. Yeah, he calls the guy back on the phone. He's like, get back up here. I was just joking. uh, Yeah, heavy cell phone scene. Oh, my God. The cell phone. Man, the way he whips that thing out, it's like there's force behind it. You know, it's almost like it's overdone. It's like it's very authoritative, you know, very 90s. I think that's what won her over. Yeah, I don't know. But the, the... the, the ability he has to whip that phone out and just like, call another person. It's amazing. I was I felt a little intimidated yeah. by it. Yeah. So that show that night, um, one of the 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 mom dancer with the with two the kids, kids yeah. with braids. I'm gonna call her braids. I think they she's got dreads though, right? I think they're dreads. They're yeah. maybe white girl dreads. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. It was definitely a wig. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird. So she she on stage, she throws beads on the ground so that this the girl that she's been fighting with throughout the whole film, um, will, like, her partner will slip on it and drop her. And she times it just. Nobody else gets hurt. Nobody yeah. else falls. It's just perfect. And the it's only amazing. person who witnesses it is Nomi. And uh, afterwards, it turns out the dancer like broke her knee, so she's out for mm-hmm. like six months, I think. <laughs> and um, and Nomi was like, and she didn't. She never rats her out. This is very. She important. knows how to keep a secret. Yeah, she, she's, she's been on the streets. <laughs> She knows uh, snitches get stitches. Um, I also like when that happened. The it was like we're in the middle of a show. Breaks her knee. Cut to 
everybody's gone. Yeah. And, and she's, she's still, still on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah. Like she stayed there the whole, the whole time. Yeah. They just the finished corner. the show. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, you know. Um, so backstage, Noe gets uh, told that her ma- mother is there. And she's like, what the fuck? And it turns out it's Al and Mama. Fr- the, she's from this, she's this vulgar, like, um, comedian. comedy. She's kind of like the crowd warm-up person. Yeah. Like she's, what do you call it? She does crowd work. Yeah. 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 Just gets the, the crowd ready, club. makes yeah. the worst, the worst, worst jokes. Yeah. The worst jokes. Um, a, a real... Uh, enemy to women. Yeah, oh man, truly. the shit she's saying. It's like, yeah. how is that funny? Like you're dissing yourself. Yeah, you know. And then um, you think it's gonna be a tender moment between the three of them, but it's like peppered with so much vulgarity. Oh yeah, it was disgusting. The last line he says as he walks out, he's like, "Must feel weird not to get come on." I'm like, <laughs> who sat? I know who sat down and wrote it because I looked at the guy's name. Maybe you have it listed somewhere, but it's just like, what kind of line is that to let linger in the air for however long? Like, whoa. and then she kind of like. Smiles as if this is like a, like a mom and dad talking. It's so to her. weird. Yeah. I didn't understand the purpose of the scene. It didn't have to happen, and it's so unrealistic. What are they giving into the fact that hey, you know what, you did, you, you did get out. We were wrong. Yeah, yeah we had you pegged, yeah. and then she made it. Like I don't. Where's the resonance there? Since she ever liked this guy? No. And the, even the lady, she's like kind of like weird. She's weird because she has like no self esteem or whatever. Yeah. But she's making jokes and yeah. she's in and out, just making jokes and leaving. What's her purpose? Yeah, there was no purpose other than them being like a surrogate parent to her. Exactly. Yeah, I felt that, but it's also just like there was no, he was an asshole. There was no relationship there. So nope. there, why do I care? It could have not been in the movie at all. <laughs> Well, we're going to get to a, mo- a scene that has burned into the, the unconscious. And um, so after the show, she gets out and she sees that Zach, or Zach offers to give her a ride, mm-hmm. which she takes. And during the ride, she, instead of going home, she t- tells him, take me to your place. And it's a super a sexy time. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, before, I just want to say I love this because this is so like Hollywood type moment or whatever the cinema type uh-huh. moment where you know she's walked so the camera's with her right and she's I just remember this so distinctly but she's kind of walking away because he's asked her if she needs a ride and she says no and you think for a second okay maybe that was good and it doesn't and then when she kind of turns and I think she calls his name and then it cuts immediately to this great shot of him like driving his what he got like a Ferrari, Ferrari yeah. big like cherry red yeah. it's just a really nicely done it's mm-hmm. like that one of those really nice jumps that just kind of uh, pulls everything together really nicely I just like that effect a yeah. lot so, yeah I mean it, it Cinematically, like if you just take away the dialogue and oh, yeah. like the characters, it looked beautiful. It did. Yeah. It the looked, lighting. I, I yeah. that's one thing I noticed. It was really well lit throughout. It had this sheen, this yeah. polish. But yeah. it was basically a Skinamax movie. Yeah. But it had if I don't know if anybody <laughs> yeah, gets that. Yeah. You get that term? Yeah. I feel like I'm too old. Nobody knows what that means yeah, anymore. No, you know, because no, the know. internet exists. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know? Um, so right before um, the sex scene, the most infamous sex scene. Um, she tells him, "I uh, sh- she liked it when he came." She said, "I liked your eyes," <laughs> which I found touching. You know, it's funny. There's a little bit was, of it was like squinty. Yeah, really. Squinty. There's not a lot of eye being shown there. You know, and I don't remember her looking. You know, the way she flails about. How's she looking at anyone's eyes? Yeah. Her head is back yeah, all the way. That's how's true. there any eye contact being made? She's looking at the ceiling. So it's true. They both skinny dip into the pool, and then like there's this flirtiness, and then right next to the waterfall of this pool, they start fucking, and she does the age all move where she just flops around into. It looked like she was being waterboarded. Yeah, it yeah. Was, the dolphin is like spitting water onto her head, which is some weird imagery going which on. Which is there. like that had to have been intentional, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Yeah. And she's like just flopping around in the water. It's just I I like can't believe she's breathing. Or <laughs> she like is alive after well, that. Well, nice touch because they're drinking Crystal, which is how you spell Crystal's name, right? Oh. And and I also kind of liked how he just lets the the flutes, the champagne flutes, and the bottle kind of float in he the pool. Opens Did it? you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always yeah. he pours it on her, right. but then it's like floating in the pool in the background, which yeah. I thought was kind of like, A, yeah. you don't care about this fancy crystal, but B, like, I don't know, that's kind of a weird, I don't know, just yeah. gonna let this happen. Isn't that a, a hazard to have glass by a pool? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's true. Somebody get their foot cut. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's talk also, about like, maybe safety. it's like a, kind of like crystal is always in the, right, the, right, right. the ether between oh. them or something. Right, she's the third partner. Yeah. Why couldn't they have just had a threesome? Would it have been that hard, you know? Yeah. Think Kyle McLaughlin would have been upset? Yeah, no, no. He's a one-woman guy. <laughs> yeah, can't you tell? <laughs> so faithful. Um, so um, after the next morning, um, like uh, what was it? Um, uh, Nomi is like leaving. Uh, she wants to leave, and then he informs her that Crystal is auditioning for uh, an understudy for her. And I was like, there are understudies for the show. They could get anyone to do this. Yeah. Well, also, she already has a part in the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, someone has to replace her too, right? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Um. So back at home, she tells Molly that she fucked Zach, and Molly tells her not to get sucked in, and like. And Nomi is just acting as if, like, that doesn't apply to her at all. Even though she could see everyone around her being disgusting. She, like, the James double-crossed her. Crystal's being a huge, like, like on-and-off bitch. Yeah, super manipulative. And, and the producer is disgusting. And there's just so much stuff that, like, it's right in front of her face. And she should know this because she's had a rough life, as we can expect. Um, and so it just doesn't, like, that line just, like, goes over her head. Um, so at the audition to be an understudy, uh, Nomi is up against two other girls. And Zach says that Nomi has heat. And Crystal ain't too happy about it at all. And because I think before that, she was told by the producer, she's too old. She's yeah. getting old. Yeah. And of course, no one's going to like that, especially the star of the show. I think the line is, you're not getting any younger. And she yeah. kind of flashes murder eyes after yeah. that. She's like, excuse me? I think she says, you want to die. Me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's very 90s. She yeah. might have said, bite me. <laughs> um, And then Phil shows up um, to say that, uh, to tell Zach, because he's like digging through her past for some reason. Yeah, he wants to know everything. Yeah. Um. And then no, it turns out Nomi has no background and she's given everything f like fake information. But Zach still wants to know, so he sends him out again. Crystal comes up to Zach to tell to say that he fucked her, uh, Nomi, and she doesn't say it like accusatorily. He's, she she's like, what'd she say? Like you she, fucked her, didn't you, or something? Yeah, like, that. like kind of playful. Almost. He's like. Well, you want to give the line his retort because yes. it's great. He retorts that she's jealous because he beat her to the punch. And she like gets visibly mad. But it ends the conversation and he's like cool with it. He's like, hey, not only did I cheat whatever, I don't know how together they are, but one, not only did I cheat on you, I just insulted you again. And he's just like looks back like, hey, no guilt, no yeah. conscience. And it's like, wait, what? Like, how does the world work? I, I don't know. What, yeah, <laughs> what are the like, rules here? It was like kind of weird too because it left, it almost like outed her as a lesbian. Sure. Or a bisexual, however she is. Um, and they kind of, they just leave it out there. 
they don't really redeem it or like talk about you it. You got to get to her scene too, because I got to <laughs> talk about that. That was yeah the resolution so, with all that. Yeah, yeah. backstage, uh, Crystal confronts Nomi about sleeping with Zach. Um, she says something rude to uh, like Nomi says something rude to um the aging Crystal, and like of course she's pissed because she, this is the second comment she's her- heard, and Zach tells her that. She, uh, tells Nomi that she's got it. She's got the the dance number or the understudy role. And at the mirror, Nomi finds a flyer about a show called Private Dancing, which is, I didn't see it, but it was from Jane. I don't know how I got there. Yeah, he's stalking her again. I don't know how, how did that appear on yeah. her mirror. Look, seriously, yeah. is he in the dressing room? Who who put it there? I thought it was uh like a, like taunt more taunting from Crystal, but it wasn't at all. You didn't see that he got a job as a monkey wrangler. You didn't see that? <laughs> no. I missed that in the part. background. He yeah. probably got fired from that <laughs> one too. Let's be honest. Um, and then in uh, Crystal's dressing room, Nomi tells her that she uh, she didn't know about the audition before sleeping with Zach because um, Crystal had accused her of like sleeping her way to that role. Right. And, um, and then they have like this weird interaction where they become friends. Like, well, she's trying to be her friend because she feels bad all of a sudden, which is really strange because he's pushed her away at every opportunity. Yeah. And she is, she's, re- Crystal has reached out. She's gone out for her like tried to bring her in yeah. and, and let you know be her be in the show and all these other, she just fucked her boyfriend yeah you know what i mean and and then she's like i should be your friend you know yeah. i fucked her boyfriend now i'm her understudy i should be your friend because which, she won yeah exactly <laughs> she right one right she right, right take the role take the boyfriend yeah. i guess yeah. yeah um so it ends with crystal calling her a whore as all things uh, do and then um which she hates as we yeah. all know and then we cut to a rooftop overlooking the strip where Nomi is eating a burger. And um, this is like, I don't know what the scene was. I don't know what's going on it either because I can't remember how it ends. I just remember like her being on a roof with a burger. Yeah. And then she's, wa- and then it turns out, and then she goes to Crave, yeah, the club. Pearl, yeah, right. And Nomi uh, comes upon the, like, James's show. And they're getting heckled for having, Badly. R- for not having real dancers by dudes. And I was like, these club goers came for the ballet. That's what they were there for. Yeah. It was it was so unrealistic. I've never I would never imagine so like people who were drunk seeing a strip tease. Like it was like a pre, like pretty sexual dancing mm-hmm. and being like Boo. Well, let me tell you what I like, though. Not in any way, like, storytelling-wise, uh-huh. but just a little touch. Like, they were doing the same routine that he had done, in, in a way, with the chair and the whole thing. It was very reminiscent of the dance that he did with mm-hmm. um, um, Nomi, Nomi at his place mm-hmm. a long time ago. So I like the continuity there. You know, there's yeah. a little bit of a thread there. But, yeah, of course, the whole setting and everything else was was garbage. That's kind of the theme of this yeah. movie. A <laughs> little bit of good, but, like, 75% awful. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, um, Nomi catches up with James, and it turns out James— got hope pregnant and they're getting married and it turns out that he's giving up this life in vegas saddest i this touched me a bit because like his arc is so pathetic and sad yeah and he's and she asks like what about you know what about your dance and he's like i'm just gonna work at the grocery store because i get discount on baby food and it's like that's how it ends she kisses him like it was almost it was the most the most real 
part it of was the real. film. It was real, but it's like, I don't know if you're so, like, are you supposed to feel bad for the guy? Because like, yeah. okay, you're supposed to be happy. He's going to have a kid. He's going to have like a family. Obviously, this guy's got problems yeah. and he's, I got married. Like, mm-hmm. they got married. And he calls her, he's like, give me a beer, bitch. I mean, he's such a great <laughs> boyfriend. You remember that part yeah. where he's like, give me a beer, bitch. It's like, who taught? And she's like, oh, well, I guess I will. It's what? like, this isn't going to end well. But yeah, it's, so it's weird. It's a bittersweet thing, but he's abandoning it. The main thing is he's abandoning his art, which as someone yeah. who's in a creative field, it's like, really? Like, you're just giving it up, man. Yeah. You know, it didn't work out at the, the shitty club you're at, so you're just done and you're going to the grocery store. Yeah. Like, I, he that- didn't, and it was very real in that a lot of people with do end up just working a mundane job. Yeah. And it's really sad. Yeah. But I it just, yeah, I don't know what the message there is because it's like, is she not going to end up that yeah. way? Is that the idea? Like she never got sucked into his whole whatever scheme of doing mm-hmm. this dance. And so, or maybe it would have worked. It's not very clear. Like you're not sure how you're supposed yeah. to feel about this guy. He hasn't been a good guy. I mean, to be honest, yeah. like all the guys and all the people, he's right. a scumbag, you know? Yeah. yeah. So uh, back at the theater, um, backstage, Nomi what comes to um, her mirror to find a letter saying that she can't get the part, get the understudy yeah. part. And of course, she storms into Zach's office, and it turns out that Crystal threatened to walk and used her lawyers against him. And then Nomi comes back to her mirror where Crystal is talking to the girls. And, sitting at her mirror like she's literally yeah. sitting under the sign that says no me yeah like, and with like everyone in the production around her it's like the most alienating scene you know for yeah. her anyway like yeah um so and then it cuts to like them getting ready for the show or like getting to this different part of goddess which we haven't seen yet where everybody's in leather and they have these black Bob wigs. They're all leather daddies. Yeah, they're yeah. all leather daddies. Once again, Mary picking up on materials and textures. <laughs> leather, I don't know. And there's a motorcycle in there. And then I, I was like, what is the show? It like, keeps going, man. Like they yeah. never do the same routine twice. It's yeah, weird. No. Unless, except they're always topless. Yeah. Um, and then during a number, Crystal trips. Crystal trips Nomi. And oh, she's totally like playing up the I've yeah. got you. Yeah. What is she, she calls her her little slave or something yeah. like that. I mean, she's totally like big sistering her, however you want to call it. Yeah. 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 And then it's to the point where it's gotten to the point where Nomi decides to shove Crystal backstage down the stairs. And she falls and goes unconscious. And Molly is the only one that notices like what kind of like she looks transpired. at her friend yeah. she looks at her friend and all of a sudden you're molly in that moment yeah and you're kind of like wait what's up like yeah. you you're a shitty person yeah you just did something terrible um so she gets away with it because the girl with the either dreads or like braids <laughs> claims that she saw her the whole time she's and, sticking up for her yeah because nomi stuck up stuck yeah. up for her yeah um and so the producers are gathered inside uh in uh, Crystal's dressing room and they're like trying to figure things out because and uh, so the callback that I was talking about about uh, Janet Jackson and Paul Abdul and they were like we can't afford them we're not gonna pay those kinds of salaries yeah Um, and so um, it turns out that Crystal uh, fractured her hip and she's in compound fracture I just wanna go back to that because they and I don't think that's possible because I'm pretty sure a compound fracture has to be breaking through the skin so can you compound fracture your hip that's kind of weird to me, but you can keep going. I just thought that was a really intense, like you could have left it at like, she broke her hip. I, I don't know, but they yeah, literally it's say- it's a hard thing to come back from too. Compound fracture. Yeah. So, and a concussion, but we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. She could be out a year. <laughs> yeah. 
And so um, Zach and or like Zach says, we're gonna do what Vegas is known for. We gamble, and that's where it cuts. I think we yeah. gamble. Like what a line! Wow, <laughs> what good the, job. Yes, um, writer just patting himself on the back. I really did it. <laughs> I really captured Vegas with this one line because that's what we do in Vegas. We're gonna do what we. And you're sitting there like, what do we do in Vegas? Oh, of course. Thanks, Zach. So, Nomi becomes the star of the show. And Zach's got the hots for her. And Molly is just over it because she knows that she's a terrible. She won't talk to her. Yeah, she yeah. won't talk to her. Um, And like, this is like from the scene before uh, with Crystal. And um, so they're getting interviews outside of the, um, the theater. And the old producer, the old white man producer is like, we could have gotten Janet Jackson. <laughs> we could have gotten Paula Abdul, but we got Nomi Malone. Um, and she, just, she's getting this interview and she's like, it's like this whole cycle again. Like almost like, um, it's basically the beginning of the movie again. Yeah. When you see, yeah, she's then, become that person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in, backstage in the dressing room, Zach gives her a dress um, because she's going to go to a a party, mm. um, an after party. And Molly, and then he leaves and then Molly comes in and accuses her of um, pushing Crystal. And the, the whole time, like, um, Nomi's like playing it up. She almost, it almost seemed like she believed that she was in the right yeah. for doing such a thing. And so it kind of seems like the friendship's over. And, um, but at the party, Nomi and Molly embrace. They, it's like almost like. Nothing happened. Yeah. Well, what it is, is what that Carver, is that his name? Andrew Carver? Yeah, yeah Andrew Weird Carver. Ass name. Well, so she tries to get him to go, or she, rather, she hears that Andrew Carver is going to be yeah. there, right? So she's like, mm-hmm. oh, your favorite. She's trying to get her out of this funk of like realizing her friend is a total asshole. Mm-hmm. And she says he's going to be there, which is like, she's very excited about, but tries to hide it. Then you don't think she's going to be there, but then she shows up mm-hmm. and she's like, where is he? You know, and they're yeah. fine. They're fine. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. Things are cool. It's like, oh, you didn't push this person down the stairs and also, fracture her hip, maybe, compound fracture. Maybe that scene was to show that Molly is still like an opportunist as well. Like everybody, I don't know. An I can't believe that Molly's a bad person yeah. in this movie. She's just she's just overcome by you know the excitement of meet, yeah. potentially meeting this guy. She's, That's true. You know, yeah, celebrity um, crush. So there, uh, so she finally Molly finally meets Andrew Carver, but before that, he whispers to Nomi that he likes her ass, yep. and he's. So so disgusting and i was like stop stop him stop him right. from meeting your friend right you've, uh, yeah you've, right right you've encountered a disgusting human being you've encountered him throughout your whole life and all of a sudden you're like oh he's fine he's He's fine. Hey, you should meet my friend. Invited her to the party, by the way. Like, she's the one that got her there. Yeah. But just remember that. Not that she knew whatever, but yeah. still. And so um, Molly responds to Andrew Carver by saying, I can't even thread a needle, needle anymore. Which is an inside joke yeah. that we understand that no one else gets. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, I think even though we know it, I still don't get it. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty dumb. Yeah. yeah. Hey listeners, uh, it's just me. Um, I am letting you know to skip two minutes and five seconds if you don't want to listen to the description that we uh, we talked about for the sexual assault section. Totally understandable. It's an awful scene, but we had to talk about it. Anyways, thank you. Bye. So uh, upstairs, Molly and Andrew make out, but things become awful he punches her like on a dime yeah like it was just suddenly this shift and then uh proceeds to watch 
a man sexually assault her. And it's so brutal. Yeah. It well, was, she gets beat first, which yeah. they didn't really have to do. But then, like, yeah. It was incredibly awful. And she's being held down, too. And she's screaming. No one could hear her yeah. at this party. And I was like, in what world would anyone want to watch this? Yeah. It's an awful scene. Well, the point is for it to be like, oh, God, look what's happening, you know? Yeah. But, but right, yeah. It's, there it's, was, it's yeah. a gratuitous scene. Sure. That that, ne- but to be noted, this man is... Paul Verhoeven is known for his gratuitous. I mean, it, yeah. not to call back to like Robo. You guys have seen yeah. Robocop. Yeah. Hopefully, people listening too. But that scene, you know, where uh, Murphy's shot, right? That scene was supposed to go on for like ten minutes. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be comical. I'm not saying this relates necessarily yeah. to this scene, but that's kind of what he, in a way, what he. So I could see what his intent was. Yeah. was to be, oh, this is so. We got to make it real. We got to make it intense. You know, kind of thing. Like because that maybe had worked for him in the past. Yeah. But I think in this instance, it's like this is not like a sci-fi movie you know it doesn't really yeah. serve the, anything really just yeah. to show you that this guy's an, an asshole she's right? not yeah. gonna turn into a robot that, right. that the movie the, is Avenge, called after yeah, yeah. that would have been yeah. a way better version <laughs> yeah show definitely. cyborgs that would have been very cool yeah but didn't happen um so downstairs uh zach tells her that he'd fa- fallen in love with and tells nomi that he's fallen in love with her right and um before they leave and like he's there's this romantic tension between them. It, it seemed like it was going to be, it's going to work out. But before they leave, they see a beat up Marley. She's just like, down. it's weird. Like, yeah, she somehow goes downstairs and falls in front of yeah. everybody. Yeah. And it's awful. Yeah. The way they, yeah. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is where we can like, this is the end of the skipping. At the hospital, Nomi l- looks at, um, at the sedated Molly. Um, and she she's like completely out of it. Like the nurse is like, hey, you are you're not going to talk to her right now. And then Nomi goes up to Zach to ask where the police is. And this is like a very realistic scene, yeah. too. And I was like, finally, she's finally becoming kind of like a better person and caring for somebody, especially for Molly, who's an amazing person. Right. Like and, the only one. Yeah, the only one. And um, he tells her that they aren't coming. And it's kind of revealed finally that Zach is a terrible person. He's kind of like so embedded into this industry that he's going to protect the stars. Yeah, that's what he says. We're all part of the same team. Yeah. You got to play on this team. Yeah. Um, And he stops like before she like actually dials and calls the police. He stops her by calling her Polly, which is her real name. And in another room, Zach reads her what he's found out about her. She's, as you said, a crack whore. <laughs> I mean, I hate to put it like that because like she's the main character and yeah. you're supposed to care about her. I'm just saying if you want to boil it down to its most basic elements. Yeah, she's solicitation, crack cocaine. Yeah. I mean, those things mean you're a crack whore. Yeah. And then for some reason, uh, Zach puts her his hands around her neck. And then, um, and yeah, that was it. <laughs> and he informs her that they can't do anything about Andrew Carver. And all he can do is, is uh, get money out of him to give to Molly. Show up in a dress store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is, you know, hey. Yeah, that's, it's like very reminiscent of like old, like Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. The Me Too movement and stuff is so disgusting. And I, I know it's important for the story to show like that, but I felt like no- Nomi was like too innocent about it. You know what I mean? She was a crack whore. 
She experienced all this awfulness and she can't see through people. Yeah, she's pretty put together too. You got to be, you know. Yeah. I mean, she looks okay for living the life she supposedly lived. Yeah. Also, I think he says that her parents like killed them, killed themselves or killed each yeah. other or something like that. Yeah. It's like really tragic, which is why alluding back to earlier when we talk about pitches, it's like, yeah, that's interesting stuff. Yeah. What about her tragic life? You could care about her a little bit yeah. more. You could see how all this would make sense, but that's not what they wanted to focus on. It was a different, it was a spectacle. So, yeah. yeah. So, it was a sex Sextacle. Yes. Uh So the uh, funny thing about the her name being Polly, the when she first auditioned for the um, for the goddess, oh, yes. yeah. the director goes Calls like, Pollyanna. "Hey, Pollyanna," <laughs> and it's discovered that her name is actually Pollyanne. And oh. so you'll see, you can actually see her clock being like, she goes like, "What?" When the first time the director's like, "What'd you say to me?" Yeah, like mm-hmm. somebody discovered her right, secret. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So very yeah. the. Very subtle stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That it's working worth, on a lot of worth levels. The layering. In this film. Yeah, There's a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, after he says that she's a fantastic fuck, which we've known. Yes. <laughs> the flail. The flail. I mean, if you watch that scene like I did, you would know that's how people have great sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you make it good. So and after that, she spits in his face and storms off. It's great too, because for a second, like you think she's gonna be like, "Cool." She, the expression on her face is kind of like, hey, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll take it, I'll take yeah. it, and then boom, just yeah. in the face. Yeah, right <laughs> in the McLaughlin. face. Um, like the dolphins that happened on the pool. <laughs> exactly, a little uh, payback. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so Nomi formulates this plan, um, and she's. Decides to seduce Andrew Carver, and at, and she goes to his uh, hotel, and outside his hotel is like these two buff bouncers, the two raper dudes. Yeah, at least one of them. Yeah, for sure, because we see him do it. Yeah, um, and things in the hotel. She goes in, in in the hotel. It gets a little sexy. Um, she like tells him like, "Hey, I think she, I didn't write down his exact words to her." Go for it, because I remember what he says. I remember part of what he says. Oh, you go. He's like, I didn't recognize you not being topless or something like yeah. that. And she's like, you should see me bottomless. And it's like, <laughs> this is your line to up like the sexual tension. Like, what? Like, Oh, now I recognize you. Yeah, yeah well, that and also like, I assumed we'd be getting there anyway. Also, what is she dressed like? It's so weird. Her yeah. hair is like, she's never looked like this once in the movie. She's yeah. become like an assassin. Yeah. It's very... And you can tell he's trying to play this angle, Verhoeven, a little bit because yeah. he enjoys. This is what he's actually good at. Yeah. Basic instincts. Exactly. He, but he's good at the like sort of like violent retribution stuff. Yeah. That's what he does well. And I have a comment about that later. Maybe quickly yeah. we can go over it. But yeah. Um. So after like he like she does this little sexy thing, she beats the shit out of him. Which you're supposed to be like, oh yeah, like great. But then you just think about it and you're like, I don't know. It, it's obviously great that he's getting his ass kicked, but it's like, this isn't really the solution. No. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the whole machine is still intact. Like, yeah, okay, this dude suffers. Great. What about the two dudes outside? That's what I thought. Yeah. Because she leaves later and it's like, they're still there. She's like, he'd like he's going to want to sleep for a while. It's like, yeah. what about these well, motherfuckers I, are rapers too, man? Like, I think the problem was <laughs> get that them she, too, you know? she didn't know the whole situation. Right, right. Um, And so I think that was her way of like how the streets did it, you know, like that yes, Yeah, yeah, but it just didn't hit home. Like that could have been, it could, I was not a bad moment. Yeah. Like it's cool because like she's going to take charge and beat the shit out of this guy. And she's got really long legs and she's yeah. kicking him a lot. Yeah. And there's some kind of like, I don't know, that works on an aesthetic yeah. level for some reason. I totally agree with you. Like I felt like um, she, there could have been some sort of like, 
taking down the industry something. from within, exposing you know? somebody, yeah. something, yeah, or like I don't know, but but it's like you want to talk about when she goes back to the hospital. That's yeah, like, that's so that's okay now. Like yeah. I solved it. Like no, you didn't. No, no you didn't. No. Like he'll rape again. Yeah, he just you kicked him around a little bit. Yeah, I mean you know it. It was it was the. It was now that I think about it because I thought it was kind of cool that she it's, actually beats the shit sure, out of him. Yeah. Um, and well deserved. But yeah, like he's still going to sing. He's still going to be a millionaire. The, sure. I think we're just living in the post Me Too movement age where we've seen the retribution. How this is real. Yeah. yeah. Instead of it's just like some fantasy in some crazy ass movie. And yeah. it's like, no, but like it still exists and yeah. everyone's corrupt. So yeah. it's like, could we get a, could somebody go to, I don't know, yeah. there needs to be some punishment here. Yeah. Like these people are horrible people. Yeah. All of them. And so at the hospital, Nomi wakes Molly up. Even um, though, like the nurse says, She's like, she's out. You'll never, you know. And then she's like, hey, by the way, yeah. I got something to say. So yeah. you should wake up. So she like tells her she kicked the shit out of um, Andrew Carver. And she says, I love you and leaves. Yeah. Before she leaves, she goes to visit Crystal Connors. Because, oh, yeah, she's also in the hospital. Yeah. Which I kind of made that connection. I was like, why not? Yeah. Let's tie up this end. And she apologizes to her. And um, and then all is forgiven because they because I guess Crystal did the same exact yes. thing. Okay, yeah, okay, right. Because she says this line. She's like, "Whoever's up standing up there last in the spotlight gets the job," or whatever the line she makes. But uh. to me, it's just like, "Hey, you know what? This is the first thing she says." She goes, "You know, I needed a break," and it's like, "Okay." So <laughs> getting a, sorry, compound fracture yeah. of your hip and a concussion was the way to do it. And she's like, plus my lawyer's got a really good settlement. So she's like, cool. She's amicable now. They're they're tight. It's like, bitch, you pushed me down the stairs yeah. and fucking like probably changed my life forever. Yeah. And yet, you know, you came by, you said something. I told you it was going to happen anyway. So I guess we're cool. Well, the weird thing is that like Crystal Connors is the most wise person throughout the whole film because she knows how things are. Right. She is she's a veteran of like how terrible this industry chew you up and spit you out sure. basically. Sure. So, and so she's just along for the ride. But so is her character. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, she, it's so weird. Like she's kind of this master manipulator. She's always too cool for school. Like she's always one yeah. step ahead. Right. She yeah. always kind of knows who she's playing. You know, yeah. she's like the Cersei Lannister or whatever, yeah. this whole situation. And yet she, in this weird, she abdicates at the end. She's yeah. just kind of like, you know what? I knew that it's such a weird, she's like the symbolic character, yeah. but that has no grounding in reality at all. No. She's just somebody that Nomi hates. Right. Yeah, she's and a foil. She's a foil, and she represents something. I, I think she represents, like, everything that Nomi h- hated about herself, well, I guess. Well, that whole moment where oh, they yeah. bond. Well, well, the moment where they bond over dog food, that whole thing, because she she looks at her, and she always has from the beginning. She when she's in the sh- the show, and she's kind of mimicking her dance moves. She's mm-hmm. looking at her like she's this thing that she could never be, or yeah. always wanted to be, right? A goddess, a, yeah. a, perhaps, yeah. And the boy, she gets a boyfriend, and all this. So she kind of slowly consumes this person's life over time. But it's just such a strange and unsatisfying and this yeah this mm. character just served as just this divide but it had no actual true character like it's a person who recites lines and shows up in yeah. scenarios and yet there's but there's nothing more to no. to this person and it could have been a really like you said even if you play with the the lesbian angle which they kind of tried to there's more depth there there's more interest there there's actual like a connection yeah. there which she can't really have with almost anyone else so no nope. and so uh, speaking of the lesbian connection, um, they finally kiss. Like she kind of like 
as Nomi's about to leave, she's like, wait, you aren't owe you me gonna, some. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's that whole text. And aren't you going to give me a kiss? It's just yeah. this worst. Yeah. I can't. Then, y'all come back now. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's basically like that. So um, after she leaves, Nomi hitchhikes on the on the highway, I guess. And she gets picked up by the same truck dude, Suede Daddy. From the beginning. But she's got shades on this time, so he has no clue who she is. Yeah, and then she takes <laughs> off the shades, and she threatens him for her suitcase. And it ends with them riding off into the sunset. And with, it, like, the last shot is of her on the billboard for the show, Goddess. But also, there's the uh, Los Angeles, the sign to Los yeah. Angeles, oh. which you see in the beginning. So is this, like, was there, like, a sequel in the making, maybe? Like, where she yes. heads to Hollywood? And there, she, there was. She does it. Was there? Are you, was. You're not, are you kidding? They they were setting, they were planning on it, because at the time of the, of the filmmaking, they were planning it on it being a success. This was uh, Paul Verhoeven's, like, third movie, or, like, third movie after two great successes. Wow. They were planning on the on the second one. Guess what it was going to be called? What? Nomi Does Hollywood. <laughs> really? What? This is all real? You're blowing my mind. I'm, I did not I, know this is real. Yeah. See, man, that's so weird because, yeah, they, they it's almost like it's segueing they 100% into the next. We're trying yeah, to. because if, you, yeah, if you're paying attention to the beginning, which, you know, maybe you are. It's a, who is in this yeah. movie? But, yeah, of course, the sign is so prominently featured. That's where we're going. You tell us from the very first shot, this is where we're going. So it, se- it seems to make sense. Now, uh-huh. at the end, you're like, this is the, ne- obvi- the next frontier. Mm. It's very prominent that they're showing the yeah. Los Angeles sign, which I'm like, please don't come here. And the idea <laughs> was, worse. is because Showgirls was like based off of so many interviews with women in the industry, mm. the idea was like he was biting at the bit to do it at Hollywood because he had more stories because he, one, is in the industry, so uh-huh. it would have been the same idea. So the conspiracy theory would then be that they somehow squash this thing from being made oh. somehow, right? Because then it would indict all these people yeah. that are doing Whoa. that shit. It could have well, sparked a Me Too. What's interesting, though, that you've actually, Mary, been talking about that, how, you know, again, they sort of, they were kind of nibbling at that whole notion of, like, this industry, like you said, like, mm. this is a classic move. We'll get her a dress store. And, like, this is, we're all the same team and don't say anything and the police aren't coming and she gets her all this other stuff, right? It's weird. And you know, she's almost this, and uh, sorry, protagonist character uh-huh. within that stream where she does infiltrate it. It sees kind of the, how dark it is. And uh-huh. then she kind of takes some revenge in yeah. a small level. But that's interesting. I'm not saying that's a real yeah. conspiracy. Mm. But, but that you know, if you, <laughs> I never even thought about the movie this way because it's just so, there's so many other things to, that twist and turns, not interesting ones but mm-hmm. that take away from that overall thing but that's an interesting if that were yeah. to be the case that's yeah. actually a pretty interesting that gives the movie like a little bit more merit like a little bit more value if that's right. the case <laughs> which is not to say that it does any of this yeah. like, no. well but that's if again in hindsight if that's something that this guy was actually trying to do or the screenwriter was actually trying to do like that hadn't really been done in that way yeah. but I mean the way you're doing it is that you're totally exploiting women's bodies the whole time anyway yeah. which yeah. maybe you're doing like an allegorical like this is what it is but yeah. also you're you're doing the thing that you're talking about in a lot of ways because it's a sex film. That's one thing I wanted to kind of say about the nudity in this. Uh-huh. Every time someone disrobes, it's so pointed. It's like, hey, but no one's getting like, okay, there are people getting because there's so much nudity. There are people getting naked in the background, right. but it's almost yeah. like it's like a gun being cocked. Honestly, like every time, and this is yeah. kind of how Verhoeven directs. But it's like even the cell phone thing, which is so intense. Yeah, it's like Hot Fuzz. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that yeah, where yeah. he's making fun of people closing lockers and doing little mundane things, but mm-hmm. they're crazy loud. That's what I thought of with like the nudity. It's like someone's gonna. 
when they take their clothes off, it's like this moment of like exhalation or like here we go. Like right. this is a big thing. It's there nudity. A lot of clo- like close ups. Like but it's, no head and shots the framing. Or yeah. And it's just yeah. And like, okay, you're gonna take your and even when they're doing that dance number, right? I think uh uh Gina Gershon and right. Elizabeth Berkeley are doing that and she like pulls, but it's the way she pulls her top off. There's something interesting with how he wants to show yeah. feminine like sexuality and like erotic but it's again it's very like uh clumsy almost uh-huh. you know because it doesn't that's not what it is yeah it doesn't it feels so like playboy magazine in a lot of ways which is so 90s in a lot yeah. of ways too because that was kind of the order of the day yeah. How, however i will say a lot of natural boobs too you get a <laughs> little bit of credit there i'm just actually, saying yeah you true. can tell very and it's true. funny because gina kersan's character actually meant it's, it's amazing with a little surgery and ball and it's like no those are actually real boobs like yeah. it's pretty easy to see and hey you know congrats to her like she didn't feel like she needed to get work done there's a lot of natural boobs in this movie I'm did elizabeth saying. she had lip her lips done right it, it looked like it or yeah. she just had a lot of like she somehow got know. it bigger or something it's, it, I, you said lips done and it reminded me of the end scene where she's with the andrew carver guy her nipples are like painted red did oh, you notice yeah, that they're yeah. li- it's like she put lipstick on them and he's like yeah. licking it off and you can like see it and i'm like why what the hell? did you do that yeah it's really weird there are some very weird situations in this film um i'm glad we're finished talking yeah. about it yeah well i wanted to say too i just uh-huh. wanted to point out if anybody's listening to this and somehow not through any doing of your own or adam's or mine or anything if it sounds boring this fucking movie's boring yeah nothing is happening nothing of consequence like sure you want to talk about symbolism or this or that okay cool that it's so bo- it's so yeah. boring yeah. yeah it's like an episode of general hospital or so it's seriously like Truly. the only interesting thing that really happens is kind of towards the end which is supposed to be this big climax payoff thing but throughout the rest of the movie it's just like bad jokes and a lot of nudity because i think that was the gimmick yeah. Yeah. and just a lot of like infighting and yeah. like just people making poor decisions. it's just but none of it's interesting none right. of it's compelling you're none of it you're like you know i can't look away yeah some, i might miss something important you won't you yeah. won't it was almost like nomi like was being a leaf being flown sure blown into sure the and like but see you can do films like and yeah. there have been films like that where you're just getting a slice of uh, a life like dazing infuse is a perfect example mm-hmm. nothing happens in that movie there's nothing really of con but it's beautifully done it's just the way it's sort of framed mm-hmm. and the way it's shot i'm from texas and link later grew up there and all these other things and it's set there so i get all of that but it, it again it's just it, there are a lot of sort of characters floating mm-hmm. through that story but it's just framed so beautifully yeah. you can't help but fall in love with it this was just like again super clumsy and no clear understanding of what you're trying to tell me yeah. i i'm just i'm totally confused no one's likable it's just a really except for molly of course but yeah it's just a, it's a big mess yeah it's a huge mess and with that we're gonna take a break not now you can have me when you love me I do love you. Welcome back. That was like a much needed break. I don't know if you could tell listeners, but I'm like slightly sick and I've been coughing through this whole... This whole recording. We're going to leave one cough in just yeah. so that's, there's proof. But yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll edit all of them out. Okay, okay, cool. Um, Adam, you said that you had a trivia? <laughs> yes. So um, I, I, I do want to say, because I, I, this is my first time watching a movie for the podcast, and I... Did not mean to pick one with so much boobs. And I feel like as a man, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this one. That's not what happened. I just wanted to participate. You're not mad that you did, though, you know? Yeah. Well, so this is what I'm saying. Like, she did 16-hour days with, uh, this is part of the trip, 16-hour days dancing in high heels. Mm-hmm. She pretty much had sex the whole time. Yeah. Full nudity. Yeah. Full nudity. She was 
banned from Hollywood from this afterwards. She only got paid $100,000 for the film. That's it. She was 20 what? she was 20 years old. 20. She was 20 years old at the time Shit. and only got paid $100,000 for the film. I wow. thought she was 30. No, no. This, honest, I mean, she was a yeah. young actress back in the day. She's, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like when That's, you're beautiful, you just look kind of like in between twenty yeah. and thirty five. Let's be honest. Everybody's wearing a lot of makeup in this. Yeah. Absolutely, and yes. the makeup's pretty good, to be honest. Yes, like yeah. it, you know it, it's much? caked on, but it is. So much. the director, uh-huh. his fee was six million dollars. Sure, but I will say this: he, I guess, because they were maybe they were worried about the the payment. Mm-hmm. He made a deal with the studio to defer seventy percent of it and only get thirty percent. And the the 70% would come if the movie was a success. Oh. So I guess not everybody got paid very yeah. well. But I'm just saying, she did so much work yeah. for this film. And yeah, her acting or dancing was terrible. But she did not deserve to be thrown no. out for hall. She well, should no. have been commended for no. it. No, I mean, well, that's the biggest question you have to ask. That's, I think, what this film, for people that were around when it came out anyway, and even looking back on it, I mean, look, if if you don't know Elizabeth Berkley or you never knew who she was before, Saved by the Bell was a big deal. I yeah. mean, it's syndicated. It was all over the place. And to make that kind of a career, I mean, some other actors, you know, what yeah. uh, Mario Lopez has had a career on like talk shows and other things. He's had a long career. Mark Paul Gosselier, I think yeah. I said his name right, he had been in other things as mm-hmm. well. Like they had all screech even well, actually screech stabbing oh, guy screech is not, <laughs> has screech not is been a, doing well screech is a sad, a sad story i think he actually did some real porn um oh, right he did. yeah dustin diamond yeah but uh but no it was at the time when she did this i think everybody was shocked and stunned yeah. but you have to really kind of question like did she think it was going to be good you know did she I, think i'm pretty sure because like because it was director, Verhoeven, yeah Verhoeven, she thought she was going to be sharon stone yeah she's like yeah. yeah 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 which um obviously sharon stone's like iconic 100 like, yeah, yeah she's like out there but um, yeah, I just I, that's really sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's a yeah, it's a bit of a tragedy story, you know, in a lot of ways. But it's just yeah, to put yourself out there like that—it's mm-hmm. nightmarish, mm-hmm. really. I mean, that's a, a sad. St- but you don't really hear much about her, mm-hmm. you no. know, complaining about it or mm-hmm. even and even actors who have done the, Rob Lowe, for instance, right? You everybody knows Rob Lowe's story—the underage woman and all that stuff was like caught on tape, mm-hmm. and he yeah, all these things had a career after that. Right. I don't know if it's a male female thing. I'm not sure, but it's just like people have redemption arcs in Hollywood. Like they're they are able to come. But John Claude Van Damme still making movies, which <laughs> by the way, the screenwriter wrote one of his movies i just thought i should tie that in Ooh. but i found that out because i was like who is this writer because he does not he also wrote flash dance he does not know how to write no but um but uh there are redemption arcs for a mm. lot of actors and we've never really i think she has been in like a couple of things she might have been in a woody allen movie i think Ooh. you'd have to look at her eye she well, has I know, been right? she has yeah. been coming back a right. little bit she did uh she did some stuff on tv mm-hmm. um sure. as an older person but yeah. she was like blacklisted for like 10 that's years that's just crazy though I don't see the and that, I don't think that would fly as much today mm-hmm. then again though I don't know if someone I don't know what her caliber really yeah. was but I mean to do that to have that much nudity is crazy but if you look if you go look at a Nicki Minaj video I mean honestly <laughs> like seriously like, is she that much more clothed she's not and she's doing the same shit actually that she's pan- like mimicking in this movie but they're like superstars it's mm-hmm. kind of not it's the weird double standard like because well, you're supposed to be well, an actress now, like, now I think like at the time obviously women were or a little more um like clothed if you will or like more pure there was a division was, line for yeah. sure yeah and now it's like fine like we i mean kim kardashian's built an empire From off a sex of tape. like a sex yeah. tape so we're right. i think we're, we're at a better place i hope um not to go on even more let's do our last segment which is where we do our trailers and um as the host i am going first In a world 
where Gina Gershon is playing an aging showgirl, but she's still got it because we've seen her boobs and they're amazing. She is also, she's also struggling with something and that something is her sexuality. This is Showgirls in which we follow the story of an aging showgirl where she has to grapple with her sexuality because she's met possibly the love of her life name Nomi. Introducing Elizabeth Berkeley to the world of adult films, I guess. They fall in love and there's this extreme tension between them. And then in the end, they walk away from Vegas because they're gonna go on a farm and do lesbian shit. This is Showgirls. Nice. Yay! Okay, Kyle. Now it's my turn. Yes. See, I like we talked about the angle of like her taking down this whole, you know, mm-hmm. chauvinist industry, right? So I'll I'll do that. I yes. like that. In a world where a young lady has a dream of becoming a big time showgirl dancer in Las Vegas, she's introduced to the seedy underbelly of how these shows are actually run and, and the, the dirty business that goes on under, you know, behind the scenes. And so she aims to take down the entire dirty, corrupt industry of these Las Vegas celeb- celebrity types and, and then you know, proceeds to you know, sabotage all of their you know, grand schemes and take them all down one by one and publicize all their you know, horrible crimes against you know, all these people that they exploit to make the, the money. And, and, and she takes them all down one by one and becomes the, the queen of, of fucking Las Vegas. I don't know, showgirls, go see it. <laughs> showgirls, me too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, but I mean, I like that, man. She, that that would have been a better Verhoeven movie. She yeah. could have just taken people out. Like that one scene we get of her kicking ass. Yeah. Let's just actually, do that. Yeah. Let's make her background be that she can yeah. just That could crush. have been the inciting incident where Molly is uh, assaulted. That's the inciting incident. And she's like a sleeper cell. Yeah. yeah. And it's like that brings it out. You know, she's oh. just been hooking and hanging out. I like how they call it hooking a lot. Too. Yeah. Like who who uses that verb anymore? You know? Yeah. He, Kyle McLaughlin literally says hooking like six times. He's like hooking. Hooking? Is that what you were doing? Who says that? No. Anyway. Showgirls. Uh, sleeper cell. Yeah. I see. That's, I like. See, Adam's got my back here. Yeah. Like we just met, but hey, the guy's he's finishing up my trailer for yeah. me. No, but I like the idea of her. You know, she does a little bit of that, but then she skips town. Like stick around and yeah. kill all these fools. Yeah. Like they all suck. Everybody, every man, especially in this movie, sucks. Which I kind of took a little bit of. Effect. Like we have one, one. Even James, who's like kind of cool, is yeah. still kind of a dick, yeah, right? Yeah, no, he's no. like, hey, like I wrote you this number, but hey, I'm gonna tell that to every. He's like. Mm. That guy, yeah, that the classic line like that I use on everyone to sleep with me. Yes, he doesn't do so bad for himself, to be honest. You know. Um. Well, I really like that version, and I really hope Ver uh, Verhoeven like listens to this and remakes Showgirls. Damn, you know they're doing relaunches all the time. Yeah, this could be a thing. Yeah, Showgirls, me too. Yeah, sleep she's herself. just fucking killing people <laughs> left and right. She's she could do it. She could come back. She's yeah. probably still in shape. Was she in her? She's that was ninety six, so yeah. she's like in her forties. Yeah, she could yeah. do it. She looks great. She could. Yeah. She looks great. She yeah. could do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Gotta, 
tear all those clothes off and well thank you kyle let's do plugs um social media yeah i don't really do anything Um, you have an instagram no i have an instagram it's true i just i'm very busy these days um but yeah my instagram name is actually a um what do you call it when it sounds like something but it's not it's not like a homonym but it's uh it's autodidactic which is a word but it's spelled as a name so o-t-t-o underscore d-i-d-a-c-t-i-c uh, uh, I, I know, know that's hard. Yeah, but you can probably search your name. <laughs> Mary's like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, my name is Kyle Haas, H-A-A-S-E. So you can do that too. Yes. I'm uh, waiting for that explosion of followers I'm going to get <laughs> for all you people that listen to this. But well, thank you. Um, you can follow me at Mary H.B. Wynn. Um, you can follow the show. Um, all the links, everything is on our website, inaworldpod.com. And like, subscribe, rate, review, comment, everything. And that's it. Mary is a, a phenomenal person and wonderful at reviewing terrible films. So you should definitely give her your support. <laughs> you won't be sad you did. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Good night. Thank you.